Naomi Winters pressed her fingernails into the palm of her hand, fighting the urge to glare at her soon-to-be ex-husband across the pale, fake-wood table of the meeting room and call him something obscene. She was doing her best to be a grown-up about the whole divorce thing, but there was only so much a woman could take in one sitting. The words of their respective solicitors drifted in the air as they finally came to an agreement of how their money, their possessions, their life together would be split, and Ollie's passive gaze made her want to throw something at him. His green eyes that she'd found so attractive when they'd first met were gazing down, and his mouth was fixed in what she'd always called his constipated accountant face, an expression as devoid of emotion as a particularly emotionless robot. Unfortunately, she hadn't brought anything to the meeting except for her handbag, the expensive one she'd treated herself to, and she didn't want to fling that his way. She eyed up her solicitor's heavy-looking filofax that were sitting on the desk between them. She didn't think people had those nowadays, but she was happy he'd bought it. It would be perfect to inflict a decent amount of damage if she put some power behind it. Without thinking, she picked it up, weighed it up in her hand, earning confused glances from everyone at the table. She put it back down, pretending that what she'd just done was completely normal. Ollie still hadn't looked at her. What was he actually looking at, she wondered, knowing the solicitor had everything in hand. The tabletop was clearly some kind of veneer, which was surprising, given he'd insisted on using one of the top divorce lawyers in London. She was using a contact of one of her colleagues, and so far he was doing a pretty good job. She knew from her own legal experience it was better to let the solicitor do their job than continue to interrupt them. Rain pelted the window, drawing her attention away from the table. She stared out of the small window, seeing nothing but the grey, blurry outline of office blocks and the enormous buildings that clustered London's skyline. Ollie suddenly whispered something to his solicitor and then returned to staring at the tabletop. Naomi was tempted to wave her hand in front of his face or ask him what was so mesmerising about a layer of fake pine. And what about the futon? Ollie's solicitor asked. She was older than Naomi, her grey hair tied back into a severe bun with a decorative hairpin protruding from it. Could she use that to jab her ex-husband with? I'm sorry? Naomi raised her eyes for the first time, sure she must have misheard. The futon in the spare bedroom. My client would prefer for that to come with him to his new property. His new property. That he had a new property, a little flat all of his own, and they were now totally separate entities, made her burn with anger. She'd had no idea this was coming, and even a year later, she still hadn't got used to it. Well, uh, this isn't on Mr. Epps's list that was submitted to us before the proceeding, her solicitor began. No, but he has decided he'd like it, and as he purchased it, we have receipts, if necessary. Of course he did. 
Ollie only ever threw his receipts out after seven financial years had passed. Her solicitor went to speak again to argue, but Naomi had to stop him. She leaned over and whispered in his ear. He whispered back. He can have it, Naomi said, deliberately answering so Ollie would have to look at her. He didn't. His eyes were still pinned down. Had he been hypnotized? She'd seen a video once where someone had done that to a chicken. Was that what had happened? How could it be that they'd been together for so many years, shared so much, and yet now he couldn't or wouldn't even look at her.